Hello, Acaville Radio, and welcome to Tacapella, a podcast for the acapella community where we examine the culture as well as the ins and outs of vocal music, along with the people who are working to shape it. I'm one half of your hosts, Alicia Edwards, and joining me as always is my good friend, Brian Alexander. Brian, how are you today? Alicia, I have a plight that I think that you can relate to. Oh, no. You know, I've been on this earth for no, 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 no need to be nervous at all. This is nothing that concerning to you, but is it your birthday or or something and I, I didn't know you don't know my birthday no my I don't birthday know your is birthday. in november come okay, on yeah. oh my goodness hey, do you know do you know my birthday yes of course i know your birthday why what wouldn't is it? i know your birthday the day you were born yeah you're full of crap month. <laughs> <laughs> what is your birthday you know march 2nd i knew it was march you know i was actually no, thinking march i was honestly thinking of march That's like BS. no joke no okay, i know whatever. you don't believe me but okay what is your plight anyway so I've been on this earth for a few decades now, and you would think after all of this time, I would be used to one of the, the most pivotal things about Texas, and that is the summer heat. And I'm not, you know, it's unbearable. And I but just... to uh, be fair, you went from Dallas to Houston. I know, it's so weird. Right? And I wasn't and expecting that. Houston is way more humid. Oh yeah, that like, humidity is terrible. Houston is like, you're living in hell. <laughs> you know what, you're not lying. That's probably the best way to put it. But like, I'm in, right now I'm visiting family out in Dallas and I'm just like, oh. man, this heat. I'm like, even out here. You know, it's you know, it's I live in Utah and it doesn't compare. Well, no, we have a heat advisory this week. Like it's mm-hmm. supposed to get up to 112. And let's be real. We are significantly closer to the sun than you are. But even when I was living in Utah, the, the summers there, you know, it just didn't have the same feel. I'm going to call crap on that. <laughs> OK, as a native Texan, you can't tell me that Texas heat is different from Utah. Texas heat is different. In Utah, if you get in the shade, you escape the heat for the most part. It is cooler in the shade, whereas in Texas, it is not. But with the humidity, you also don't have to deal with the curse that I have in Utah of having old lady hands because I have to put lotion on them every 15 minutes. So I don't exactly empathize all the way with you. Okay, you just took that way far, far and away from what I was even thinking. Okay, (laughs) thank you. Thank you for that, Alicia. Exactly. I'm always happy to indulge you, even if I disagree. (laughs) Thank you. Alicia, who do we have the pleasure of speaking to today? I mean, I'm always really excited when we have like powerhouse women groups. And we have that today. We have joining (laughs) us an all-female vocal group from Brisbane, Australia called MVP. And we have two of their four members. We have Alex Vandebrook and Moira Quinn. Moira and Alex, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. This is always so exciting to have have someone from a different country. I know. Our, and, I, love I mean, when in this we case, a different international guests. Yeah, this is insane. And like being called a powerhouse female group. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you are. I've watched That's some of your videos, lovely. and I'm just blown away. They're yeah. really good. We oh, reserve oh, that word well, for you. like the utmost special guests and the the best and singers like, coming across. So we don't use that term <laughs> lightly. So that's how we feel. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> of course. Well, like Alicia said, we are super stoked to have you guys on the show. I don't know personally that we've had uh, a guest from Australia before, so I'm going to just count it as our first, and that's going to make this episode the more special. So I say we jump right into it. Let's not waste any more time. So Maura, Alex, for our listeners out there, we know that MVP, based off some of the things we found online, met in college, but let's kind of go back a little bit. You know, what were you all's background in music prior to forming? Well, uh, for me personally, this is always the fun part, especially 
hate being on Zoom. You know, if we were here together, we could just punch each other and no one would see when we're saying, yeah, you talk, you talk, but no one's <laughs> right. But for me personally, I've been doing music forever. I grew up in a really musical household and I was in the Australian Girls Choir from about age five and I did that until the middle of high school sort of thing. So oh, wow. I've just always been singing. We did plenty of like choral and a cappella stuff in that not necessarily contemporary a cappella. Um, I didn't really find that until in high school. But yeah, I've always been singing, did music stuff all the way through school. My stepdad's a musician as well. So I would often go and do studio sessions with him. Uh, and then I went to uni for music. And yeah, it's just music all the time, <laughs> 24-7 for me, if I'm honest. I have a question <laughs> because I feel like whenever I come across a lot of international people who live internationally, sorry, they and who are also involved in music, they've spent time in some kind of choir or children's group. Is that commonplace in Australia or, you know, people you come across to being like, who are musicians, of course, to being like choirs when they were young? I, I don't know. It's been half and half for me. Like, I, I think with like the a cappella scene, it's very obvious that everyone's done choir sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But like generally in music, there's not many that really that many people that have had the choral background, but you can always tell who has. Ah, I think. Okay. So, yeah, I wouldn't say it's rare, but I also don't think it's common. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And how about yourself, Maura? Kind of similar, kind of different. I definitely started music young. I think playing piano at like three or something like that. I'm still wow. terrible at it, so it didn't help. But I was always like instruments. So I did choir at school, but not like seriously or anything like that. I picked up the cello at, I think I was like eight or nine or something like that. I played every instrument that I could get my hands on. And then high school was when I got introduced to a cappella, which I vibed with a lot more than like traditional choir so yeah and then just from there like I studied in the UK for a bit and that kind of introduced me to like real collegial acapella kind of stuff (laughs) real and then (laughs) and then yeah it's just from there choir was more more my thing then after that so that's awesome man wow what an experience so now that we've kind of gotten to know you two a little bit better so Moira you you said you played the piano a little bit and I see you've got a keyboard behind you. Oh, I thought that was I thought that was a mic up here. It's not. It's the top of the guitar. Okay. But I, I saw that you were playing drums in some of your videos. Yes. And yes. Alex, I want to say you also play the violin. <laughs> Very badly. I saw that a video was of you about... holding the violin. Yes, that was our uh, April Fool's Day prank. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Um, I usually don't play, but I've played it in high school, okay. but okay. that was I'm more of a piano and guitar person, but okay. That was that was a fun prank. But you did. all, yeah. well, and, and Moira, you're not the one playing the piano in the video that I saw of. I think an acoustic cover. I can't remember what song it was. It's one of the other. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Laura. Okay. But Moira also plays cello. Yeah, that's so, right. Okay, that's yeah. right. You mentioned that. Yeah. I am just impressed with how well-rounded you all seem to be as far as music goes. Yeah, yeah of course. We're very lucky. And that's an important point that we did not mention yet. MVP also has two other members who are not with us today, but those members are Laura and Allie, correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So what's now? Let's get to that story because I'm really curious. Because oh, hang on, I, I have a question. Alicia, I I think that we all have a propensity to flock to drama in a sense. So I just have to ask this question. I saw it wasn't your first video ever posted. It was one of your first videos though, and there were five of you in that video. So Uh-oh. did the group originally have five, and you had to give someone the act? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> this may maybe this part may not be a bit of uh, broadcast. Part. <laughs> That's, but if that's okay, but 
but yes, yeah, we, we've had a, yeah an interesting. I just give Brian <laughs> a hard time. I like to give Brian a hard time because he and I were in an acapella group in Utah mm-hmm. together when he used to live here, and he had to kick somebody out. So the group voted that I should. The do group that. voted that it would be Brian yeah. that did it, and I didn't mm. even. Well, no, I didn't even know it was happening, and I got to rehearsal, and he's outside talking to the guy, and I'm like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And Alicia, then I go inside. Not one of those moments. <laughs> I go inside and everyone's like, is he still out there talking to her? And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, those conversations been are there. Fun. It was yeah. really right? funny. Yeah. yeah, we've all been there at some yeah. point. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But yes, there. well, I mean, when we tell you the story of how we formed, like it may kind of help fill in the gaps as to why there was a fifth member. But okay. yeah, for now, well, for the foreseeable future, I hope we are a four piece. So oh. yeah, maybe, maybe not. That's great segue. So how, <laughs> how did MVP form? I know you met in college. We talked about that a little bit. Can you give us some more details? Yeah. Well, am I telling the story, Moira? Sure. Go for it. Oh, <laughs> fine. Okay. So we have, so actually, that's probably a good point to make. Moira just before was like, yeah, I did real collegiate acapella when I got to the UK. <laughs> I would like to clarify, we do have collegiate acapella or like uni acapella. Mm-hmm. It has certainly gotten way bigger yeah. now right. uh, than what it was a few years ago when we first kind of started out. But we have this thing called Osaka here in Australia, which is like our version of of ICCA sort of thing. And so that's how a lot of groups are formed. But yeah, we were in a choir together at the uni. Moira, Laura and Ali were all students and I was the director um, at the time. There's like barely an age gap between us though. Like we're all similar ages. So it just happened that way. And yeah, we needed to put together a smaller group for something. And so that's kind of just how it happened. We were just singing together and found that it clicked. And then we all coincidentally found that we really enjoy writing music as well so we kind of thought why not put the two together and it's been a very happy marriage of the two ideas and yeah I mean it's evolved a lot since we first started and we were having this conversation the other day like listening to MVP when we first started compared to now is like chalk and cheese like it's so different I I understand yeah we met in choir I understand completely yeah so I'm so curious about that because normally when you hear about the group acapella groups early informative years you you get this the sense of hey we want to do these covers we're inspired by everything on the radio and you guys are mentioning the songwriting process was that something that you guys discussed early on they're like hey we want to do a lot of originals we want to go that route or was that just like hey this is something we all connect over and let's just find a way to incorporate it i think there was we yeah we started doing covers like that's the natural progression i guess and because we were doing ozaka at the time like the competition set that usual thing we'd spoken about it but it wasn't like a serious conversation mm-hmm. i don't think it was just like a maybe one day sort of thing and then i don't even remember we were going to we a just, workshop just and then took, we were oh, hanging yeah, yeah 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 and we had and ended up station. just writing something yeah, yeah. yeah and then oh, okay. it just happened yeah. yeah kind of like quite not natural but like we formed for ozaka and then we were kind of like okay well like that's over but we actually really like making music together so why don't we keep doing this acapella thing like we'll make covers we'll be like an acapella group and then we yeah like you said we had that workshop and we were just hanging out and we were like oh you know we're musos hanging out let's jam and then we started looping Mm -hmm. something and started writing and then that just kind of we were like oh like maybe this is this is what we're doing you know so i think it was very like just kind of best idea ever one step at a time yeah and now now we're here it sounds like everything just kind of fell into place yeah Mm. like it just yeah it just felt right Mm. yeah yeah and we all get each other musically which is great oh that's that's awesome that's definitely a huge perk so you met in a choir and go and mvp is kind of an electro pop group 
going from choral music to electro pop seems like a rather large leap. So can you tell us what inspired your decision to focus on this kind of this type of music? We were, I don't know, I guess we were writing like the first kind of songs that we wrote together. It was very, we sung into the microphone and that's it. Slap a bit of reverb on it and she'll be right. Yeah. Like it wasn't <laughs> really, not that there's anything wrong with that. We, I don't know, we just kind of felt like we could play around more with it. I think the um, more and I grew we up, experimented, because like I said, we started right yeah. at the loop station. And so mm-hmm. once we started yeah. looping textures and stuff like that, I feel like for us at least the next natural progression then was playing around with how we can make these textures different and more interesting okay, and okay. it just kind of yeah naturally like it genuinely i'm gonna say naturally and organically a lot because it just genuinely <laughs> feels like we would it did. yeah it was just like oh and now we're doing this like this is so interesting yeah. this is so cool and i cut yeah. you off there I- no i was gonna say we also both grew up kind of watching Aurora uh, and Sonos I guess they were known on the sing-off back then and loved everything they did and it was kind of like oh maybe this is a thing I also grew up loving Kimbra and all of her loop pedal things that she did so yeah we were kind of seeing that introduction of electronics into acapella sort of stuff and we thought why not let's just give it a go and there wasn't really anybody doing it here i don't think that we know of at least in australia so mm-hmm. we thought not that that was like the reason why we were like let's do it but we just thought it'd be something <laughs> cool to play around with. now when you say yeah. that there weren't many people doing it was that primarily vocal groups or just musicians in general i think in general like the electronics with mm. vocal stuff now did all members yeah. kind of have ex- uh, exposure uh to i guess like loop stations electronics before you guys started forming the group does that something that you all had interest in or were there only a few members i'd never used I I'd never used yeah. Solid Station, but I think Laura yeah, has. Yeah, I had a loop. Okay. Yeah, I think Laura had used it a little bit because she does like covers geeks and stuff. Sometimes she might have played around with it a little bit. And yeah, Ali played around with yeah, it yeah. at school a little bit, which is always fun. She's a great looped version of We Like to Party. By <laughs> what? I started boys. watching when that. when I say great, oh well, that's a different version. That was one of the earlier videos. <laughs> it was. Yeah, that was our big brainwave. Of, what if we did something really stupid and see what happens? And then, yeah, people just started finding us through that. We've mm-hmm. gone, okay, maybe not a great <laughs> decision. It's still my favorite video. Yeah. That's great. So I'm curious. So now since we're talking about you know the electronics and loop stations which seems to be a really big focus of kind of you all sound how instrumental you know no pun intended there would you say <laughs> those kind of tools are to create this you know unique mvp sound especially when you're playing around with this idea and this moniker of an all vocal group because i know you get a lot of people that debate is it really acapella or mm-hmm. they're messing ar- they're yeah. messing around and doing all these fluctuations with their voice and as you mentioned aurora you know that was one of the big things that kind of came up into debate when they were on the sing-off because they didn't have their loop stations they didn't have their effects but they needed to just mm. be a regular acapella group so how much you know do you guys play around with instruments in terms of saying that this is who we are and this is our identity that's a hard know. question and i'm yeah. sorry that was it, a very loaded question every song yeah. is different for us <laughs> yeah. too hey mm-hmm. like some songs will write on guitar and then like arrange it into all vocals sometimes we'll just start by looping something up with our voices Mm -hmm. so i think we've definitely been playing around a lot with different ways of making music particularly in the last maybe year and a half or so i guess while covid has been a thing Mm -hmm. we've been experimenting a bit more with it and finding what we like and what we don't like what works what doesn't work but for gigs yeah we've got like the loop station and the drum pad that we use for everything there's no songs in our 
sets where it's like just us singing. Mm-hmm. So we do play with the tech like pretty heavily. So I have a very the, random question here and that is there like a specific effect or a sound that you guys have like forbidden to like for the group from using at all in what you do? <laughs> Or that you maybe just don't like as much, I guess. That's a good question. So, not yet. Okay. I'm sure okay. we'll find. We don't let Ali scream into the microphone <laughs> on the loop station with the, the distortion pedal. The um, she's a bit of a metalhead. Oh, I, I feel like really? yeah, I was so. going to say, I feel like there's a story to this that you need to share. Like, there's a reason that you don't allow that. The only one I could think of was a chop suey cover. Uh, oh, I wasn't even thinking of that. Oh. that. The one that came to mind was our EP launch, which was like baby MVP. <laughs> It's so different to how we sound now. Our EP launch was, I think, November 2019. Yeah. Anyway, we were rehearsing at my old apartment just down the road. And the last rehearsal we had, we had moved out that day. So we just had like a big empty apartment. Oh, so Ali okay. decided oh, to, yeah, while I was in the bathroom, plug the loop station in with the amp and just scream. No <laughs> in fact, I think it might have been Chop Suey yeah. that she was doing. And all of the neighbors were like, what is going on? You could hear on the footpath across the road like I live on a main road and all these people were like wow what's going on and I was like this is oh, not man. happening ever again wasn't that the day we worked out that Chop Suey fits over the gold ribbons instrumental yeah yeah Chop oh Suey gosh, fit with one of our so songs funny. we were like wow <laughs> Anyway. Super, super so, random because no. it's related to Chop Suey. I have this wonderful video of my younger sister and she's doing a selfie video of herself in her car. And then she pans the camera over to her like, he's seven now, but he was like five. And he is like screaming along to that song. And oh it was gosh. amazing. <laughs> Iconic. That would have Ali's seal of approval. On well, and she was like training him young. <laughs> Love that. It was great. You mentioned that at your live shows, you always have the looper. You always have the the drum pads is there a difference to how much of that you incorporate in your live shows versus in the studio i think well i mean we have a wonderful producer that we work with mr richard stagner we love him from freedom's boombox oh great and the exchange yeah we met him at osaka a few years ago because he lives in melbourne now he was a judge at Osaka and Moira being Miss Beatboxer was very nervous to him. chat to him and we like we've grown up like we're probably we're the two acapella nerds in this band oh. like Laura and Ali they aren't really up with the aka scene or whatever okay. so we were there and we were like Should, do we think he's like the loveliest moments. dude yeah. ever yeah but he's great like we love working with him and he just gets us yeah, yeah. If, we, um, so, if we talk about like inventing our sound and how we create the textures and stuff like that a lot of not a lot but a good portion of like the end product is also Richard leaning in and experimenting Mm. with the textures our new track coming up he's worked some magic on just playing oh, yeah. with we kind of get the ball rolling and then he just takes what we yeah. give him and he just <laughs> that's like, how excited <laughs> we are about it one of the things that comes to mind was our song give it straight back is like super electronic like vibey or that it was not that way when we mm. sent it to Ooh. him we kind of just recorded all of the stems and like we had kind of thought that it would be more like down tempo kind of sad sort of thing mm-hmm. and we sent it to him and then he sent us back like this full like dance thing and we were like 
oh my gosh so it was really fun for us to realize that our music can actually be different to how we think about it Mm -hmm. so yeah now sometimes we're working on an album at the moment some songs were like yep we want it to kind of be this vibe and Richard can just make it better but Mm -hmm. then there's other songs that we're like we have no idea let's just see what he does with it sort of thing so that's incredible to hear especially when a vocal group can work with someone a producer who knows acapella music at Mm -hmm. the end of the day Mm because I feel like if given the different circumstance with you know normal producer maybe you wouldn't have got that same sound or that same yeah. discovery mm, there. Right, right. Well, from experience with some of our gigs, it's always fun oh, passing oh how the sound people treat us. Because it's like acapella is not really a common thing. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. Like I feel uh, not that it's I mean I don't know what it's like in the US, but it's not like you'd get an acapella group come through like in a venue. It would be very few and far we're, between. We're probably the one and only for a lot of people. I was gonna say I think that's yeah. pretty similar here. I yeah. feel like, like a lot of the live shows Mm-hmm. that like I've attended the sound guy or woman sound man or woman whoever doesn't always actually I don't know that they've ever been experienced in mixing mm. sound for acapella groups which mm. I think a lot of the groups now like even collegiate groups often have their own sound engineer who specific <laughs> like mixes the sound for acapella and so that's something yeah. that I think is is very valuable yeah I've- that's the only downside is our two like Richard and Michael Honey from Drums of War they're like two and Matthew Tui as well we have some wonderful sound engineers for acapella that are all not in Queensland they're all in New South South Wales and Victoria, so they're on the other side of the country, so we can't <laughs> get to them. Yeah, especially not at the moment. <laughs> oh, you say man, not yet, yeah. at least. Mm, yeah. Not yet. I was going to say, I think that's one of the beauties of kind of living in an area where a very heavy collegiate acapella presence. Because if you're in one of those cities, you have access. I feel like uh, access to better sound engineers and things mm-hmm. like that. Because mm-hmm. I've been, you know, with groups singing, and you know, we'll go do a random gig, and of course, as you're saying, you're allowing that one person who knows how to work sound, but they don't know how to work acapella. Sound and it's a complete difference yep. for sure. There you have it. Acapella sound engineers, you are crucial to our success. We could talk about that and the successes and blunders related to that all day, but it is time for us to take our first commercial break. But don't go anywhere because we will be right back with Alex and Moira from MVP right here on Tacapella. Every week for an hour, we hand over the keys to the station to wait, is that right? The listeners? It's true. You, our listeners, can choose what we play for our Requests and Dedications Hour. You can catch it every Thursday at 9 p.m. in the East, 6 p.m. Pacific, and then again on Sundays at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. East, 2 a.m. and 2 p.m. in the West. It's a chance for you to head to our website, pick some tunes that you want to request, or make a dedication. We'll play them right here on our air. And welcome back to talk capella <laughs> yes perfect that's right you are listening to the fine vocal stylings of alex amora from mvp based out of australia and we have been having quite a delightful conversation getting to know them getting to know their background and getting to know how their sound has kind of just come together and formed and all the things that go into influencing it before we jump into our second half of the show though i know that alicia has a question she'd like to ask the both of you i have a question i'm dying to ask okay. what does mvp stand for? that was literally my question uh, was it? that was my question this was coming i was going to like does it um, stand for what i think it stands for or is there something else going on here moira you've got a good one um Milk violence protection is quickly becoming my favorite. <laughs> Moist, viscous potato. Oh, mini oh. velociraptor people. Okay, oh, that's okay. Mini vocal percussionists. 
Yeah. I think I had a good um, one. Someone it's... called us Moira something something, and I was like, that's it. That's the one. How could you forget that? I it's know. literally I was going like, combo- <laughs> to like try to combine your names like Moira, Van, and then I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It Well, basically, it was an acronym for when we were in the choir, but then after oh. we did that first thing, we weren't part of the uni anymore, so we just shortened it. We had been shortening it anyway, and now it's just a game. Mm. Yeah, it's really funny to see what <laughs> people come up come up with and the milk thing has been uh very relevant recently that's got to be now i feel like we have to tell that story yes you do yes you do because i'm like how yeah we need to know what's going on i feel like that's great for like concerts when you're like like kind of getting the crowd invested into you guys Mm. like you know what do you think this is and you change it up every single yeah it's quite fun we were doing a gig in the city our city brisbane has a great like original music program where they've got live music in town every Friday, Saturday and Sunday, like during the day and at night. So they've got a lot of great bands that come in and do gigs. And we had a gig there at the beginning of the year and it was, I don't even, it was so dumb. We were doing (laughs) our song, Eye Candy. And Eye Candy is like a super boppy, like pop song, like very different for us, I guess. And there were these kids just, you know, strolling through the mall as they do. I should mention, this is outside. This is like an outdoor stage, like in the middle of our shopping mall. And yeah, we're singing this song and I don't think it was connected on purpose. I think Laura was saying, yeah, they did it on purpose because they heard the line. I totally don't think it was. There was these two kids walking around with a bottle of milk in the middle of summer, walk around with a two litre bottle of milk. Anyway, we're performing this song. What was the second verse? The the line is uh, tripping over myself. You're yeah. not good for my yeah. health. Yeah, oh, no so we literally seconds before this happened just sang it and then out of nowhere this kid, like there were two kids, <laughs> one of them just fully tripped the other over, like stuck their foot out what? and pushed them. But they had this bottle of milk open so they hit the decks and this milk went everywhere. Oh Keeping in mind, we were in the middle of the song, there's still like two minutes of this song to go and we're all looking at each other trying not <laughs> to fully like- laugh. My mum is out in the crowd just losing it and then Laura's dad made managed to film the whole thing and so he has it on camera this kid getting no way yeah and then there were these other people that were watching the show that found us online afterwards Mm. and i think we put up the footage Mm. and they were like does mvp stand for milk violence protection oh that makes sense oh man that's that sounds like something out of like a cartoon or something that's insane yeah it it didn't feel real it did not at all so did you guys just like a tiktok setup or something like that like sure maybe i hope the footage is out there from their perspective because that would be Hilarious. Oh, they were trying to go viral. That, w- that would be. <laughs> Wait, so did you guys just continue singing? Or okay, yep, just keep going. Performers. So this Luck is on the milk. You- it's on our Facebook and her Instagram uh, and Instagram. I gotta go find yeah. it. I have to. Find yeah, it's it. pretty funny. The um, list yeah. of content I need to check out, but you guys just keeps getting longer and longer here. Yeah. There's so Sorry. much here. Oh, that's great. Thank you for starting off with that story. That's perfect. <laughs> I don't even know where we go from here at this point. That just tops. I don't know if anything can top that. I know. That's I it. know. End of the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. That's it. That's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> so now that I'm kind of getting a sense of maybe the audience in Australia and things like that, I'm curious. I know. I I'm mean, just I'm trying to think. Nothing I've ever experienced as a performer has come close. No no antics can even come. Well, I mean, like, I've never here, I've yeah. never performed at an outdoor mall before, so that's cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Brisbane. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cool though. So 
So what's it like, you know, being in a, a vocal group in Australia? Because, you know, we have our own experiences and we get to discuss, you know, acapella in the U.S., but I'm always fascinated to get the sense of what life is like for other vocal groups outside of the country. You know, is the art form widely accepted by the community? Do you have to, like, really market yourselves pretty heavily or do people just just really just cling to what you're doing? It's really different here compared to overseas and I think that's probably also oh I don't know if it's one of the reasons but it it certainly was a part of us kind of I wouldn't say rebranding but becoming a bit more electronic rather than like a normal not normal but like full vocals no tech acapella group sort of thing I think it's got a really good perspective on this because she's kind of seen like the UK Mm. scene Mm. as well so yeah it's kind of interesting because I I mean not that I've ever been to the US but I always kind of get the perspective that it's kind of like the US has got its thing and then the UK is moving towards that and then we're kind Mm -hmm. of still not in our infancy because I think there's a lot of legacy in terms of like the idea of North and stuff like that oh yeah there's also so many different genres feels with groups here I feel like and this is sorry to cut you off I feel bad but I know we've spoken about this before (laughs) I feel like and this could be us like totally stereotyping and like assuming but at least a lot of the college sort of groups in the US it all feels really like serious sort of thing what? like I know that is it's that not what you guys think time, of us oh my god oh my god I know I mean it's because we watch too much sing it on I was gonna say they take it very serious I'm like you're, yeah. you're, you're dead on actually you know you're spot yeah. on yeah and that's not fun? a bad thing yeah yeah oh they do mm-hmm. it, it's not a bad thing but I feel like for us watching their performances it comes across as very like thought out mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. is planned not that we don't have that here but we also have a lot of groups that I don't know if comedy is the right word yeah. but like they will have moments particularly with Osaka that's like the best event for acapella yeah. in Australia I guess because it's everyone comes together sort mm. of thing and even though it's a competition it's always very much like it's a community thing everyone's here hanging out like support each other so we don't have a lot of like animosity or anything but yeah there's so many groups that'll just whip out like a comedy song just for fun and everyone loves it so yeah it's very fresh. yeah I, I completely get what you're saying because I picked up on that vibe a bit I feel like and the best way if i and correct me if i'm wrong i'm trying to paraphrase this but for the the uk and you know australia it's more about entertainment versus yeah. for mm. us it's definitely about the competition for sure mm. yeah. i feel like at least the collegiate well, space and, I, and I think that mm. that has something to do with culturally how things work in our country i mean True. Yeah. i know a lot of americans are driven by competition at least i mean as an american i assume that i mean yeah. i love good competition oh same so but, maybe it's just me and i'm projecting onto the rest of the country <laughs> we definitely love it too here and like there is definitely like with Osaka there is always a bit of a competitive side as well but for the most part everyone just like is happy to hear each other mm-hmm. and see what everyone's doing and it's only really been from the pandemic that everyone's moved more into recording and making videos because they've had to like it's not always been a thing here for groups to record like where it US groups, it's like everyone records all the time sort of thing. I mean, like the big wigs of the Aussie acapella scene, like Idea of North, Coco's Lunch, Suede, all those guys, like they've all recorded forever because they're the pro groups. But certainly for like college and other groups, it's a newer thing as well. Yeah, I really enjoyed that aspect of the pandemic is just having groups really develop those skills to really record for Mm. themselves, produce their own things and just really get outside as much as I, I love the live stuff, just really explore the other side of music because yeah. I've always 
always been a big proprietor of, hey, you need to record, you know, just to not only get the experience, but just to, for the longevity of what you're doing at the end of the day. Because oh, yeah, it's yeah. great to mm-hmm. look back and be like, hey, this is where we're at and this is what we used to be or maybe this is how we used to sound and this is where we're at now. So yeah, it's cool. definitely mm-hmm. important. So earlier this year, VP returned to live performances with a show at the Queen Street. Oh, please tell me that's where the milk thing happened. Yep. It did. That's true. <laughs> yes. And most recently, <laughs> gig at Black Bear Lodge. Can you share with us what it's been like returning to live shows now that restrictions are being lifted due to the pandemic? Did you have any nerves about returning to the stage? What was that like for y'all? Yeah, I think it's different. I think obviously there are less people to begin with not as many people are allowed in which i think can have a little Mm. bit of an effect on the atmosphere but at the same time everyone's so pumped to be back out again that Uh it's kind of like it kind of almost balances itself out i think for us it's a bit because we have the tech we like to like move around and change which can be a bit difficult because we can't change microphones because of Mm -hmm. like restrictions and stuff like that so i think we've had to not reimagine how we do what we do live because it's not that dramatic but we definitely do have to we're we're doing things a bit differently than how we've done them before yeah i think from the pandemic we had such a glow up well not even a glow up i don't know just a huge shift in how we make music Mm -hmm. like it's so much more electronic now compared to what it used to be so we've really had to think about that and also we're trying to do different sort of gigs like before Mm. the pandemic most gigs that we did were very like this is an acapella group Mm -hmm. a carol (laughs) Whereas now, yeah, whereas now it's kind of just trying to be treated as like a normal band Mm -hmm. where we just happen to sing sort of thing. So that's been super different between the two. Have you had to make any changes to the the way that you perform in comparison to gigs before the pandemic that you think that you're going to keep? I don't know if it's been because of the pandemic as much. It's just more, yeah, choices we've made like musically Mm. sort of thing yeah we've been pretty lucky here in brisbane especially Mm. we only really had like that first period where covid was a thing i think we're only locked down for like three months here if that okay life returned to pretty normal that's awesome like we had a gig in august last year yeah very very restricted it was still like restricted (laughs) yeah but we've been very lucky compared to other parts that's so interesting because we had a guest man what was it about a month or two ago from uh germany and i know Mm. that they do a lot of online content but they were saying that they Mm. were in restrictions still to this day i I emailed with one of them i think a few weeks ago and they were still following restrictions so it's crazy that they've got that variant that's going around yeah i'm curious random question here which do you prefer in terms of your, your audience do you prefer the screaming their heads off jumping up and down mobs or do you like the more intimate <laughs> guests which which do you prefer if there's milk <laughs> um, my favorite right. audience members are the ones that fall and spill milk everywhere. gotcha good answer i, like that. I think it, it depends hey mm. i think osaka is always a great crowd to perform to yeah. because everyone is just loving every aspect of it the gig that we did the other week at black bear we we were all saying it was a really weird vibe like it was a great gig like we got great response from the crowd at the end of shows like lots of applause cheers and everything but during the show the songs there wasn't really like a vibe from the audience like everyone kind of just 
stood really? and were smiling, but mm. there was no like dancing, so, so it was kind of it just felt kind of odd. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, I like an audience that vibes. I like a bit of dancing. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you don't. I'm like a lot of acapella groups. You get the more just you know sit in their chairs and you know just take yeah. it in. But then you go to like a, a festival for acapella, like you guys are talking about Osaka, or like here we I think there was like a soul jam or something one year. Whoever the headliner was, they had everyone up out of their seats jumping up and down. I think there was uh, volleyballs, you know, like those blow up beach volleyball kind of things it was crazy that's sick so i would totally be down for definitely being at one of those well, kind I, feel of like, I feel like you feed off mm. of your audience oh, and i, I feel like yeah. that's any performance related activity you're gonna yeah. feed off of the crowd mm. and if the crowds not that the crowd wasn't great at that at that gig that you had but if the crowd is not great it's not going to motivate you to keep your performance up for however yeah. long your set or show yeah. maybe so there hasn't yeah, been sure. would you say that there's been i guess any changes i guess in the way the audience have kind of been receiving you all at live events have they been hesitant at all or they just like hey whatever songs on they'll, they'll jam to and, and you know it is what it is yeah I think it's been pretty business as usual really okay. I don't know Moira can you think of anything I think people because we just recently dropped Shameless and I think mm. that's a little bit more of a, a dancey kind of vibe than than maybe True. what we've done before yeah. I think yeah that was the song we like we closed the show with that song i think by the time we got there people were like a little bit more into it and i think the bass was thick in that song so i think oh my god it was so scary friggin stage that we were on was like rumbling so much so richard yeah the way he's like done a few things because we usually run the bass through the loop station now after a bit of a traumatic experience uh trying to loop it with a bass effect it all went wrong anyway yeah it was so thick that everything was shaking and i had to like hold the loop station down wow. on the stand because it was running away it was pretty funny actually. that's insane but, man what were those levels yeah. at my goodness the sound guy was fully like yeah it's still like okay <laughs> you're not phased all right sweet cool and i texted richard afterwards and he's like i wish i saw that that's amazing man so, I, I need to get to one of those you, know, you all shows that's insane yeah agreed speaking of shameless so that's a video that you dropped fairly recently. I watched it. Incredibly well done. Well oh, done. And there's a couple things I just want to commend you all on. So it's like a music video, but it's like kind of sprinkled with elements of a lyric video almost. Yeah. Which yeah, I've never seen before. The, yeah. And I thought that worked really well for oh, that video. So well done. And I loved the, the variety and like the contrast between the city lights shots versus the bright colors mm-hmm. with kind of like the electric lights. And Alex, your pink hair. It was perfect. It, Thank you. It brought in those two elements together for me. And so I thought that was really cool. <laughs> Thank can, you. Can you? Yeah, of course. Can you share with us what the inspiration was behind the lyrics? <laughs> the lyrics? Moira. That was a <clears throat> yes. wonderful car drive that you and Laura had, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So I drove Laura back from Ali's one day and we were on the drive. We were having a bit of a complain about... Never. <laughs> yeah, we would never do that. I guess in kind of the local scene, it's kind of a bit not competitive. I think every yeah, acapella, yeah. we should say. Yeah. yeah. Not competitive. I don't think that's the right word, but it's very like there are a lot of really great artists mm. and I guess what some of them will do to get attention doesn't vibe with us to put it politely as with many scenes I'm sure yeah. as well everyone's probably it's a common thing yeah and I guess it was just we were just kind of talking like if we did these things like you know how people will like spam you on Twitter or they'll hit you mm-hmm. up every day or you know and mm-hmm. you're just like can you leave me alone? Listen like, to my mix on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were like, if we did those things, would people listen to us more? But also, no thank you. And that was kind of <laughs> the inspiration of like, if I was a little more shameless, would people listen to me? 
but also we yeah. we don't really want to be shameless. We just want to do our thing and like own what we do. So it's kind of like that back and forth of like, should we be doing these kinds of things and hitting people up, like cold calling them on the internet and being like, <laughs> check out our new song or that kind mm-hmm. of the back and forth of like. Yeah. And we'd we? just been doing this great like mentoring program in music. We got into this thing. We were like the only acapella group they'd basically ever seen because it was all like indie bands and electronic musos, which was really cool. But we being taught all this stuff that's like go and do this if you want to work with this kind of person like a manager or a booking agent you should go do this but then there was also no go and do this Mm. and so it was like what what do we do like do we Mm -hmm. do yeah yeah you're at that crossroads kind of of was a factor Mm. yeah man those lyrics just i'm I'm listening to you all explain everything in terms of you know what i can't think the only word that keeps coming to mind is like those internet trolls at the end of the day i'm just (laughs) like man this these lyrics can be more timely to how the world operates right now i feel like back when i was like a small child it was always the telemarketers calling your parents on the phone and now it's the internet trolls so man i love how those lyrics kind of came together because you know you get so much you get so many different lyrics about i don't know i'm I'm gonna be director just like about nothing these days you Mm. get a lot of content it's just like people just put words together but actually you guys have written about something that actually means a lot and so i i get it i'm processing the lyrics and i'm also thinking of the video at the same time and i'm thinking how you all married the two beautifully in terms of the video that you all produce for it. And I'm just curious, you know, what do you remember from the whole filming session of the music video? What was it like being in those scenic places? You know, are you familiar with that area that you all shot in? Or? I said stress. Oh, stress. <laughs> stress. <laughs> Mainly because I was the one directing the video. So I was okay. like, but I mean, I filmed in my garage, yeah. so I'm very familiar. Yes. With oh, okay. So oh, wow. I felt like home. All right. Moira was pretty happy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Where, where did we even go? Yeah, we were just in the valley. Yeah. Which is like, it's like the music area bit of, the city like the nightclub sort of district like uh, okay district. i was getting that vibe. Um, yeah it's a polite way to put it um yeah yeah it's a bit stingy and by a bit i mean like a lot like if you think like what is a quintessential aussie bogan what does that person look like they're everywhere in the valley especially you know, like you know an 18 year old they've just 18 is our drinking age so just turned 18 oh, okay. ready to go out on the town that's oh, where you go my. you know that's the valley. i have a yeah. question yeah. here what was that term that you use in australian bogan Bogan. What was that? Bogan. What, what yeah. is that? What does that mean? Oh my god, I forget that yeah. because oh, yeah. I was like, uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I apologize. No I forget. It's like Moira. How do you describe a bogan? It's yeah. like a redneck. What you- for the specific <laughs> characteristics of Australia. The most quintessential Australian stuff, like, yeah, how you going, mate? Yeah, like, oh, that sort of God. thing. Like, super. That, yeah. That's such a better term a than redneck. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Feel free. Feel free to adopt. I'm going to use it. Oh it's, gosh, and it's bogan. So is that how you say it? Okay. Bo- okay. I, I don't have the accent, but I will definitely try to remember that word. And that's, then people um, will look at you like, eh? Yeah. And I'll be like, don't worry. It's an Australian thing. You wouldn't get it. That's yeah, right. Yeah. We'll adopt you. It's fine. Oh, it's but perfect. Like, um, you don't have the accent. I know. I'm, <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, putting together the video was really fun. It was just, I don't know, I saw it in my head. So mm-hmm. I had to get it out of my head and put it on a screen. And that's how it happened. And, and with something like that, do the lyrics just kind of speak? Because I'm always curious when people can just like conceptualize these kind of things. Do the, does the lyrics just speak to you in a way they're just like, man, we have to be outdoors or we have to incorporate more as garage or, you know, how does that process work for you? I'm, I'm just curious. I definitely think so. I mean, the core chorus is um oh my god i just want your hands over me no 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 the next bit uh I, just want I can't remember the words to song. Glowing, out yeah, all over glowing the night. up all over the night. Okay. So we were referencing 
city lights oh, sort that of makes thing. Sense. So that okay. was like an instant, like, we need that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I just saw some neons, sort that sort of, not moody vibe, but yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> mm. yeah. 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 So it was just a play on that, really. Mm. Okay. I get well, it. Well, it worked yeah. perfectly. Thank you. No, thank you. Oh. It's always fun to see great. Well, thank you for that wonderful explainer of how the video kind of came together and the lyrics and everything that went into it. This sounds incredible and amazing. And for our listeners out there, if you haven't watched Shameless, you need to go check it out like right now. Pause us, tune, just go away for a second, go listen to it and come right back. And we're going to do that same thing. We're going to come right back after we take one more quick commercial break. But don't go anywhere because we've been speaking with Moira and Alex from MVP right here on Tacapella. You may not know this, but Acaville is a nonprofit. We're a community supported organization. And the way we keep our lights on and keep the music spinning is largely through memberships and contributions. So I encourage you to be a member of Acaville. Not only will you support everything that we're doing and support Supporting the community and bringing great music and features to you, but there are some pretty killer member benefits out there as well. Head on over to Acaville.org, check out the member benefits because we'd love to have you as a member of the Acaville community. And thanks for joining us back here on Talkapella. We've been speaking with Moore and Alex from MVP, which we found out can mean a lot of different things. Um, Milk violence on, protection. That is yeah, one of my top. <laughs> did I get that right? You did. <laughs> yeah. And so the second segment, we just got to learn uh, more about the group and especially learn a lot about about their new single Shameless, which is out now. You can go listen to it, you can go watch it, you can go enjoy it, because it's a great project that they produced last month. And with that, we have uh, another video that we wanted to briefly touch on because we just thought it was so well done. While it's a few months removed, back in March, you all celebrated International Women's Day with the release of a big music video called Free Woman, featuring Emma Dean, the Macabellas, After Five, and other talented singers from Australia. And l- like so many of your other projects, it's just incredible. And I'm just curious in terms of it, you know, being a symbol for International Women's Day, and we're talking about artistry and Australia, you know, do you feel like there's enough or a fair amount of representation of female artists in Australia? That's something that we don't, as U.S. natives, probably don't get the chance to explore a lot other artists outside of the U.S. typically. But, you know, what would you say about how artists are represented in Australia in terms of, you know, being International Women's Day and working with so many other incredible women? What a loaded question. (laughs) I think, no, it's great. It's great. I don't know. I I think it depends on who you talk to because some people will say there's not a lot of representation for female non-binary and so on artists or even like people behind the scenes in the music industry as well. But more, most people that I've dealt with, like especially with MVP stuff, like I think the only person who's not is Richard but a lot of other people that we've worked with have female non-binary that sort of thing I think gender there's probably still a long way to go for like trans non-binary LGBTQ representation there's certainly a really long way to go with First First Nations Nations representation in Australia I think there needs to be so much more so Indigenous Australia yeah there's not a lot of representation for them here and I think that needs to change Mm. but that's pretty well the story with everything in Australia not just Mm -hmm. music yeah 
which is very sad but yeah i think we kind of seek it out in terms of including our friends and our pals that don't necessarily push to the front as much i think we've definitely had some very negative experiences as women in the music industry and i Mm -hmm. think i don't i wouldn't call us trailblazers or anything like that but i feel like we're kind of doing our own thing and we're on our kind of own path and it's nice to be able to do something like that where we some other people i mean Mm. emma dean doesn't need it she's out there doing her own (laughs) thing it's incredible we're very lucky to have a great community behind us yeah yeah i was gonna say you guys are definitely doing your part in bringing exposure to so many other other groups of singers and whether it be female Mm -hmm. or you know other people that you work with so i I think that's definitely commendable and you could definitely say you're a trailblazer in that sense macabellas were the first all-female group to win osaka weren't they oh yeah the college around at least okay yeah yeah wow okay yeah we definitely need to check out more of the macabellas as well for sure they are amazing yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you for that insight into that video. That's another video. Like I said, add it to the long list of so much content <laughs> you need to check out by MVP. With that, we're going to transition into one of our final segments, Talk Apollo. We always like to do a round of rapid fire questions. And normally this is where Alicia is kind of setting all of this up, but I just kind of stole this from her today. I apologize. Yes, you did. How <laughs> dare you? I apologize. But we uh, have I'll 10... never forgive you. I know you won't. Um, I'm just kidding. We have 10 questions we have prepared for uh, both Alex and Moira right here on Talkapella that hopefully will catch them off guard but we want the first answer that comes to mind so we can get to know you all a little bit better so with that we ask are you all ready yes I'm ready yeah perfect all right Alicia do you want to start this off or is it do Um, I start this off you start this off I'll go ahead and get started with question number one what is your favorite non-singing activity video games Ooh, okay nice sewing so oh okay. all, all right. right i like that was that was that was fast yeah. you're a competitor you rapid. <laughs> yeah question number two you are a competitor on a trivia game show what is the one category you feel confident that you would sweep none of them <laughs> this is oddly specific but alan turing the life of alan turing <laughs> really oh i have a computer science degree right. and that was my okay. passion oh, okay okay makes sense that's awesome maybe by default I have to say music then because that's what I studied. But <laughs> no, I feel like acapella. I would suck at everything. Not to be, yeah, not to yeah. be stereotypical mm. on an acapella talk show, but I think <laughs> what Alex doesn't know about acapella is probably not worth knowing. Thanks, Moira. <laughs> I love that. All right, next question. What's the last new thing you learned? I watched a video Ooh. on the history of makeup and it was really, really interesting. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. That's so interesting. I kind of know. All right. The last wow. new thing I learned. Probably something that my partner cooked, <laughs> learning to cook something because I oh. never cook and he cooks all the time. So, yeah, I think it might have been soup making. Mm. Mm. All right. All right. What is your favorite movie? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Which one? Ooh. All of them. You sit and watch them. <laughs> we don't oh, They're on breaks. <laughs> It's 11 hours. <laughs> Is that like the extended version or no, director's that's the cut? Only. <laughs> okay. Huge. I'm going to say The Prestige. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Favorite dessert. Oh my God, don't make me cheese. Oh my gosh. Moira, you have to answer because I'm stressed. Uh, uh, I'm stressed too. Yeah, all of I them. like dessert. Uh, actually, I mean, or it could be, I don't even know is this, if this is a thing. Trifle? Oh, that's such a trifle? thing. Truffles? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, truffles. No, trifle. 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 Like Christmas trifle. Yeah. yeah. What? I don't even yeah, know what that it's is. it's pretty good. Tri- it's like jam roll with custard, jam. 
jelly. It's just <sighs> okay. a mess, but it's good. Okay. I don't know about mm. my favorite, but I've been craving churros lately, so I'm just going to say churros. <laughs> churros are just... Sorry. Okay. You have all day ahead of you in Australia. That's true. <laughs> I'm like, true. I'm going to go to bed in a couple hours. <laughs> Perfect maybe, time maybe, for churros. Yeah, Maybe exactly. three hours, something Late like that. Late night snack, yeah. Cats or dogs? Cats. Cats. Whoa. <laughs> that, this I'm is not a, first. a dog person at all. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, I like, this is not a first. I like dogs, no. but cats are superior. I couldn't tell My, that you like dogs the way you quickly <laughs> set cats there. That was, that was pretty rapid. I have, I have three cats and they are upstairs and oh I worked God, from home cute. today because I haven't been feeling super great. And one of my cats just incessantly just ugly cries upstairs because she's mad that I'm down here and she's up there. It's adorable. It's really cute. And then she came, to, I let her down here, won't tell my husband that. And she sneezed on my chair. And I'm like, really? That's gross. I let you down here and that's how you think me. Alicia, I was saying this is a first because I don't believe that we've had multiple guests or like all of our guests saying cats as the answer to that oh, question. It's normally well, one in one like dogs and cats. You have and a co-host. I know. Interesting. This is new. This is new. All right. Next question. What's an important life lesson for someone to learn? Oh, I thought this was supposed to be period. rapid. <laughs> <laughs> this is the less than rapid part of the show. Yeah. Oh, man. Every experience is worth. Oh, I don't know if every experience is worth doing, but you will learn something from a lot of situations you're put in. And even if it's kind of not great at the time, it's probably there's probably a slice of wisdom in there somewhere that will help you grow. Speaking from experience. I think everything yeah. is a good one to keep in mind. Like if something's mm. bad, it's going to end. It's if ominous. something's good, <laughs> if something's good, like enjoy it while it's here. You know, yeah. nothing will last forever. So don't get too caught up on it in the moment, you know? Yeah. Those are way more like, I want to say point, poignant. Is yeah, that, am I saying that right? Anyway, yeah. I would have said, mm-hmm. don't take a laxative and a sleeping pill. <laughs> I do one. not know that from experience. It sounds like I've you know that from it. personal experience. <laughs> no, I've just, I, I have I've just learned heard something it and yet. I'm like, <laughs> Wow, Alicia. Okay. <gasps> yeah, yeah. What is the best performance you've ever seen? Oh, Just musically or acapella? Sure, either. I think acapella, mm. I saw the... ICCA winning the Tectonics their winning oh. iteration. I saw them at Fringe and they did like a full oh, like nice. show to the level of their ICCA set and it was wow. mind-blowing. For their That's set awesome. that they won the championship with? Oh man. I don't even remember. Awesome. I think it was like 50 minutes and it was just wow. masterly yeah. craft. It was brilliant. Wow. That's impressive. I think I'm going to combine the two, like music and acapella, but seeing the Swingles oh, yes. here yes, in 2019, that was such a like life-changing moment for me. Mm. I have loved them forever and it was <laughs> so cool to see them do that. It was actually really funny. I So I work for Vocal Australia who run Osaka as oh, well. Okay. And they came out, usually I'm like behind stage doing stuff, but I got to come and sit in the audience for their first set because they did too. That year, and they were off stage apparently and said to my boss, who's the blue chick that was just like crying her <laughs> eyes out during the whole set and singing along to everything? And my boss is like, oh, that's Alex. She loves you. <laughs> that's completely normal, yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous of that. I need to see them. Oh, man. It was amazing. That's so Incredible. great. Whoa, okay. What did you dream of being as a kid? A paleontologist. <laughs> that's cool, dude. That Weird. is cool. I remember watching Jurassic Park. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, real into it. I had, like, all these books. And, like, I was, like, five wow. years old. And I was, like, in the sandpit looking <laughs> trying to find fossils. fossils. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. All right. Final question. And I feel like relatively recently we have started like asking the most random question to round out rapid fire very true nothing you would expect so prepare yourselves i'm excited would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night 
or sweat maple syrup. Spaghetti hit. I'm just, how did you think of this? It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the first thing. I'm going to go. Maple syrup would be sticky. Yeah, oh, I think I'm going to have to go spaghetti hair. Yeah. It's true. But it would also be sweet. Yeah, but mm, I would also yeah. go with the edible spaghetti And also, hair. given where we live is like an inferno, oh, like yeah. nine months of the year, no, it would be disastrous. That's so, a good point. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't be able to survive living like that. No, thank you. Yeah, spaghetti. And I feel like, because yeah. we've got a lot of sun, I don't know whether maple syrup would be good on the skin with oh, the sun. that's a good point. Are we thinking about mm. this too much? I feel like you're yeah. like Classic thinking of us. like where I grew up. You're sticky enough from all the humidity. That's true. But think of like mm-hmm. twice the stickiness. That'd be Good terrible. For me. All right. Well, we've established <laughs> spaghetti that. Spaghetti hair. We're, we're, this is unanimous <laughs> spaghetti hair. Thank you all so much. That was a fun and exciting round of rapid fire questions. We learned so much about you all. That was great. We always like to wrap up this show with something that our listeners can walk away with. So we always like to ask our guests if they could offer our listeners some advice what would they say so we pose that same question to you alex mora what would you say to our guest we were actually thinking about this before yeah. the show and we didn't know yeah what to say i think um, i think we boiled it down to like two i feel like that's two points yeah yeah, yeah. we can have one each yeah. yeah you pick one i'll take the other one okay lean into what makes you weird yeah because we we got that piece yeah. of advice from someone we were talking about not how to market the band but how to like be like hey we're cool we do a cool thing how do we make people Mm. interested in it and they will like scream it from the rooftops lean into what makes you so different and and so that's kind of something we've been trying to embrace is lean into what makes us different and it was cool because the person who said that said what you may think is really weird about you is what's going to be really interesting to other people Mm. so don't shy away from it and i like that Mm. so the other one was just to be nice to everyone i think that just goes without saying but you never know i don't know people like remember different things about you but if you're a nice person then no matter what you're in the good books mm. so yeah perfect i love both awesome. of those Thank pieces you. of advice that is so yeah. great great with wisdom <laughs> i feel like there was so much like wisdom dropped on today's episode so i oh, feel like it was natural so you guys are just like wise sages on the show or something i don't know if our listeners wanted to learn more about upcoming projects learn more about anything that's going on with mvp where could they go they can find us on social media at mvp sings we are on facebook we're on instagram we have twitter we don't really use it because it's really not a thing here in Australia. Moira's the one that uses it. So if you see like weird memes, that's Moira. Um, but if you yeah, tweet MVP, me, I'll and then you can back. find us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and all fun places for music as well. And you should be followed you on Facebook and Instagram. I followed you on YouTube earlier. Oh well thank you. Keep your eyes on it closely because there might be something something coming soon. Didn't we hear like hints of a upcoming project? Dropping soon. Should we tell? Should we should (gasps) tell? We've got a new single coming out. We've got a new single. Yeah. Sixteenth of July. We won't tell you what it's called, but keep your eyes peeled. You'll have to watch our social media. Oh there it is. Listeners you heard it. You heard it here first. We love the song, so hopefully other people do too. So. I'm oh, sure they yeah. will. We will be looking forward to hearing that. That sounds great. Awesome. Uh, Alicia, if our listeners want to learn more about your work. You can find me on Instagram, e.squared1989. How about you, Brian? You can find me on Twitter at the Brian Alex Brian with an I. And be sure to follow 
Talkapella on Twitter, Talkapella 2Ps, 2Ls, and check out our website at talkapella.org. As always, be sure to go give Acaville Radio a follow. They are the wonderful platform through which we stream through. And that's going to wrap up today's episode. We want to thank Maura and Alex from MVP for joining us on today's episode. It has yes, been a thank blast. You. We have had such a fun time and man, it's been great just speaking with you all today. Thank you for having us. It's been a very fun time. I have enjoyed myself thoroughly. So. <laughs> we aim to please on the show and thank you and for you t- you are welcome back anytime oh, oh well thank you <laughs> and i for one enjoyed learning some new australian dialect and language yes. here so this is, yes. this is great slang some new slang, slang is always fun have fun yeah <laughs> perfect well thank you guys so much once again that's going to wrap up today's episode for everything else stay tuned